This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons preached by Rev. Adam Moline at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. You can find our website at goodshepherdlincoln.org, and the texts for our sermons each week follow the historic one-year lectionary. Let's listen in to today's sermon. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Our text today is the gospel lesson just read, especially this word from Christ. Ephatha, that is, be opened. Dear friends in Christ, in our gospel lesson for today, Jesus Christ, our Lord, heals a man who was deaf and who had a speech impediment. It seems at first fairly straightforward and plain, at least as far as miracles go, doesn't it? The man couldn't hear, and as a result of being unable to hear, he could not speak clearly. People were unable to understand his words. We've all met people like this in our lives. Because their ears can't hear the details of the sounds made by lips, they're unable to perfectly duplicate those sounds themselves. Their speech is affected because their hearing isn't working. In our gospel lesson, Jesus comes before a man who has exactly that problem. Jesus puts his fingers into his ears. He touches his tongue and spits. And then he speaks his holy word. Ephatha, be opened. And at that word, exactly what Jesus spoke happens. At that word, Ephatha, his ears are opened and now can hear. And at that word, his tongue is loosed. That means all of a sudden, out of nowhere, his speech also is clarified. By hearing the word of Jesus, he also can speak clearly. And for this man, his entire world is opened. Where once he was deaf and unable to speak, now he can hear and communicate clearly. Now it is a miracle. It's not something that any of us could do, not even by medical technology. It's a miracle that proves Jesus is the very Son of God in our human flesh. It proves He is who He says He is. That He has authority in this world to do what He did when He created this world. To bring things about by the power of His Word. It's a powerful powerful thing. God's Word. It's so powerful, in fact, that today's miracle has implications 
for all of us also. You see, all of us were born in sin. To speak about it metaphorically, we could say we were deaf to God and his word. That means we didn't care at all about it because of our sin. We didn't know any better than to not care about God and his word. Sin had killed us spiritually. Since we didn't care about God's word, when God's word said, you shall not do this or that, our ears were deaf to listening to God. Instead, who did we listen to? Ourselves. Our own desires. Our own opinions. Because we didn't hear God's word, when we spoke, we didn't speak God's word either. We confessed falsehoods and lies and untruths. We could not speak wisely about God because we would not listen to his holy word. At best, without God's word... We are deists. And our word about God would be deism. That means a God made in our own imagination rather than us being made in God's likeness. Things turned on their heads. Now, To be fair, it's not that we were completely deaf. Our ears did hear whatever they wanted to. Our itching ears listened to things in this world. But they were not things that were right or good or holy or true. Our ears would listen to things that we read on social media things that were broadcast on the platform formerly known as Twitter. Things that we saw that were shiny and exciting on YouTube and TikTok. Our ears always liked to hear things that were a little bit Gnostic in their teaching. Spiritually true, but not actually Christian. We would hear things that confessed false gods in this world. We'd see that on our televisions and movies. And we'd confess how wonderful they were, sharing them with the people around us. Our ears heard a lot of things. Our tongues said a lot of things, but they were not Christian. And if you were left this way, deaf to God's word, and your tongue unable to speak about him, you'd say things like this. God wants everyone to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Or maybe, do whatever makes you happy in the moment. Who am I to judge? We'd hear or say things like, 
Follow your heart. Be true to yourself. You might even put your political allegiances above God because you liked what a particular politician said more than God's Word. You might say everyone worships the same God. They just do it in different ways. Therefore, everyone will be saved. There's no such thing as hell. You might even say things that are even a more personal confession. Things like, who is God to tell me that what I've done is wrong? Who's God to say that I can do this but not that? After all, it feels right in the moment. If our ears are deaf to God and His Word, our tongues cannot confess the truth about Him. These things and countless more things just like them are bad confessions. And they come from bad things that our ears listen to. And because all of us are sinful, all of us suffer in this way. Each and every day, our ears are exposed to lies and falsehood. Each and every day, our tongue speaks untruths. In that sense, we're just like the man in our gospel lesson for today. And just like that man, Jesus comes into our world. He sticks his fingers into our ears. He spits. He touches our tongues. He speaks his word to us and puts things back in the right working condition. This happens for us, not out on the street like it does in our gospel lesson. This happens for us not by reading A Purpose Driven Life or The Shack. This happens for us not by listening to the right radio station or watching the right TV show. This happens for us by the power of God's holy word. begins right here at the baptismal font where God's holy word is attached to plain old water. And God's word plus that water makes a baptism that washes away our sin, that clothes us in the robe of Christ's righteousness, that adopts us into God's family, making us God's own children making us Christian. God's Word comes in baptism. Our ears are opened. Our tongues are loosed. 
In fact, even in some baptismal rites, the pastor, when he holds the little baby, touches both the ears and the mouth of the baby, speaking the word of Jesus, Ephatha, be opened, open to hear God's word, opened to confess God's truth. As the ears are opened, the word enters in. It comes to you here in the liturgy where God's word is set to music. God's word of truth combined with something to help you remember it. God's word sung by your lips and tongue. We sing hymns that teach us what God's word says so that we might remember it, writing it on our hearts for all ages. That's the very reason that we sing so much of what happens here in church. That's why we sing the Lord's Prayer and sing the words of institution. Just like you learn the ABCs set to the tune, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, you learn God's Word set to the music of the liturgy. God's Word comes to your ears. Not only in the liturgy, but also as the pastor preaches and reads God's Word. The pastor's job is to tell you what God's Word says. Not to tell you his own opinions. Not to tell you who to vote for. Not to tell you where you should work. God's Word is the pastor's task. Nothing more, nothing less. And the word comes to your ear from the altar, attached not only to water, but also to bread and wine that are the true body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in that bread and wine, that body and that blood, forgiveness, life, and salvation comes to you. God's word comes to you. It happens over and over again every Sunday morning right here. Every Wednesday evening right here. God's Word proclaimed, preached, taught, delivered so that your ears may be opened and your tongues may be loosed. Ephatha, be opened. And as God's Word is preached and delivered through the sermon, through baptism, through the Lord's Supper, our tongues respond, confessing God's truth. Our tongues speak the truth Proclaiming not some dead thing, not something that's unimportant, not something just from rote memory, something that is true that we believe and hold on to. God's word is spoken by our tongues as we say, repeating back to God the very thing that He has told us in His word. I believe. I believe in God the Father. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our tongue confesses 
what our ears have heard. It's not only these big scriptural truths that our tongues confess, it's also who we are that we confess. What does God's Word say about us? I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities. Our tongues also confess, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our tongues confess perhaps the greatest confession that the Christian can make, the simple word, Amen. Yes, yes, it shall be so. I am a sinner, Amen. My sins are forgiven, Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us, Amen. The Lord's Prayer. Amen. These things are true, and we believe them. Amen. There is this give and take in everything that happens here. God's Word comes to us, and then it comes out of our mouths as we speak it back to God. We hear and we confess. We listen and we speak. And it's not only confined here, into this room. The things that we hear here, we also confess out there. When our spouse sins against us and says, I'm sorry, we say, I forgive you. A confession that Christ has died for all sins and that we believe it. When we show mercy and compassion on the people around us, we confess that Christ has had mercy and compassion on us as well. When we listen to our rulers and governors praying for them to do what's right and to repent of what's wrong, we're confessing that we are sinners just like they are, living in the forgiveness of Christ. And through this giving and taking, speaking and hearing, confessing and listening, back and forth, all day long, every day, God's Holy Spirit is at work, calling, gathering, enlightening, and sanctifying the entire Christian church on earth. Ears are opened. Ephatha. Tongues are loosed. Ephatha. And the church is called into existence by the very word of Jesus. Your ears have been opened in the waters of baptism. Your ears hear the word preached, sung, 
read. Your ears hear what is in the Lord's Supper and your heart believes. And now your tongues are free to confess the truth about God's holy word rather than the lies of this fallen, broken world. Praise be to Jesus who opens ears and looses tongues. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. That concludes today's sermon from Pastor Adam Moline. For more information about the Lutheran faith, check out our church website, goodshepherdlincoln.org. The title of this podcast, With Intrepid Heart, comes from the conclusion to the Book of Concord, where it is written, This is our faith, doctrine, and confession, in which we also are willing, by God's grace, to appear with intrepid hearts before the judgment seat of Christ and give an account of it. God's blessings on your day.